Hello and welcome to INSA Performance Wellbeing Experts interview series. My name is Chaim Oren and I'm INSA Performance Brand Ambassador in Israel. This interview series is dedicated to sharing inspirational ways to improve well-being and reach better performance. In each interview in the series, you'll hear from our top experts about proven techniques, practices, and tips how to enhance well-being and reach better performance. Dan Seams is our senior performance coach. Dan has a 10 plus year as a coach, including elite sports to high pressure business. Dan worked for multiple years as performance coach to Formula One driver, Romain Grosjean, traveling with him to Formula One races around the world. Today, Dan works increasingly with corporate clients where he enjoys helping clients embrace and enhance in challenging situations, an approach he has personally tested when competing in the Ironman Triathlon World Championships in Hawaii. In today's interviews, I'm talking to Dan Sims about biomechanics. Dan, welcome to the interview. I would like to start by asking you, how do you define biomechanics? So biomechanics is the, the physical function of the human body um, uh, to do with muscles, bones, tendons, and nerves. And are they working? Um, are they working well? Um, can you live and work and enjoy life um, pain-free? And uh, a question I like to pose to my clients is, are you doing things now that will ensure you can do this when you're 80 years old as well? Mm. That's a very good question, right? <laughs> now, many people I know, especially the high-tech companies, work you know, 60, 70 hours per week remotely or in an office. What is you see as the biggest challenges to biometrics, to, to biomechanics? Yeah, biggest challenges are, are number one, as, as you alluded to, is, is being sedentary for too long um, is absolutely the biggest challenge. Um, there was a book a few years ago uh, came out called Sitting is the New Smoking, um, which was oh. a dramatic, dramatic title that, that came out. But the, the point was that um, sitting can affect um, your health and your life um, and even your lifespan. Um, obviously, it could have a knock-on effect to things like obesity, diabetes, mm. cardiovascular health, because none of these systems, like your cardiovascular um, part of your body, is really doing much work when we're sitting. Um, so there was a study that came out um, and, it, and it looked at 5,000 Americans, so quite a, a reasonably high number. Um, and they looked at step count, just purely step count. Um, and they found that um, if you took 8,000 steps a day compared to 4,000 steps a day, uh, then you had a 51% chance um, of living longer um, than the wow. people who took 4,000 steps. And this was, this was from any cause in terms of kind of it stopped you, um, uh, stopped early mortality from, from any cause. There was a variety of things that they, that they discovered. So very simple approach we can do is, and there's no excuse now because we all have smartphones <laughs> and we all carry them in our pockets and some of us have smart watches, but really look at that and, and value that because um, that's one key area, accumulating your steps that can have a really, really positive knock-on effect. Um, I would say the second um, is kind of postural challenges um, from lack of movement. So we have reduced strength and reduced flexibility as, as we get older anyway, um, which reduces our, which can reduce our, our quality of life. Um, 
And these things can lead to like back pain, um, which is one of the leading causes of work ab uh, absences. Um, it costs the US economy around 134 billion per year for mm. treatment and, and, uh, and days off work. Um, and actually during COVID, it's recently reported that back pain has increased by around 84%, um, as we are more sedentary and more immobile than ever. So in the last couple of years, it's a huge, huge challenge and it uh, makes a massive difference to your health. Um, and actually, as we um, speak about a little bit in the in the mental energy section, it, it does make a big difference to your mental performance as well, how active you are. So, you know, what are some of the tips that you can give for maintaining, maintaining adequate biomechanics for people who sit 10 hours plus each day at their desks? What yeah. can they do? Yeah, as we said before, that, that step count monitoring that is, is a hugely important and really committing to that, making some goals around that. Um, and you can bring that in in any way. So it's kind of lifestyle um, activity, um, we call it. So it's not necessarily structured um, physical training, but start with making sure you're just more active so that we are perhaps uh, in the morning, if we're not leaving to go to work, let's do, uh, we call it a fake commute, where we go out and we walk around the block or walk around the park or walk down the street for 20 minutes um, and start the day with a bit of activity. And in 20 minutes, you might get a few thousand steps done and you might get kind of halfway towards your 8,000 step count, which is brilliant. Um, if you're driving somewhere, like make the conscious decision to park further away, take the, take the yeah. furthest uh, parking right. spot. The furthest one's always available in a in a car in a uh, in a supermarket car park, right? And no one parks there. So oh, we're, we all try and compete with each other and see how close we can get. And get exactly. The exactly. Um, so all these things where we can sort of challenge ourselves. Obviously, obviously things like taking the stairs, um, and we all, we all know about that. But again, it can make quite a big difference if you do that. Um, if you're at work for 10 hours a day, try and schedule some of the meetings where you don't need to be in your laptop for walking meetings. Um, plug it into your phone, speak to your colleagues. Um, maybe you don't even need to contribute to some of them. You just need to listen. You could be walking for an hour, um, plugged in, listening to, um, to a meeting. Um, and that is one of the biggest things we can do is, is look at our schedule for that day and go, well, this one, actually, I can be active during this one. So let's mm. go, off, go, on, go off and have a walk. It's great. You're you're working and you're working on your health as well. Um, so those are a few things. I think uh, the standing desk now is is ever more common, um, and that can improve our our posture quite dramatically by standing. Um, we can reduce this kind of angle in our in, in our hips, um, which leads to tight hamstrings, lead to uh, back pain as well, and it generally increases our movement. We if we have the ability. A lot of people have kind of fancy ones now where you can press a button and it goes up and you can stand oh. up, down, stand up and sit down as much as you want, or you have to wind it even better because you're getting a bit of activity in. Um, or if you can just position it so you're on a on a higher uh, position and move around a bit um, is, is really, really key. And again, simple things, but um, it's going to reduce that sitting time. Um, a couple of other things I would say is, is again, having that self-awareness of what your posture is when you are, when you're sitting, when you're at work. So have someone maybe assign them a little uh, challenge for the day to take a photo of you a couple of times during the day to have a look at you from side on exactly. and go, ah, oh, I didn't realize my head was in this position. Okay. I can, I can work on that a little bit. I can be aware of that. I can do some, some short breaks where I'm pulling my, my shoulders back and pulling my neck back in order to counteract that. 
um, and, and be aware of that. Um, and sometimes that's all we need is a bit of self-awareness that, that we're doing it. Um, so you can go further with that and you can um, conduct functional movement screens um, through physiotherapists or, or fitness trainers. Mm -hmm. And then you can develop a program around kind of strength, endurance, mobility to make sure your body is in balance and, and more resilient to some of the challenges like sedentary behaviors like some of the, some of the times it's difficult to avoid sitting down for four or five hours right that's yeah the reality sometimes it's sometimes we can't avoid it yes a standing desk might work but sometimes we need to we need to type we need to do some work so um making ourselves more resilient to that um by yeah working on our physical side um is is really important because if we have the strength to hold a better posture for those mm -hmm. four or five hours exactly. that's yeah. likely to cause to cause issues right Great. So just to finish, to conclude our interview, what are the most important measures to assure healthy muscles, connective tissues and bones? So, yeah, there's no getting away that physical activity is, is key um, and it doesn't always mean training, but, but daily activity, daily lifestyle movement. So 8000 steps a day, make that an absolute golden rule. Um, and I, I challenge my clients by it's not to do with this but it's sleep will help but 8,000 steps eight hours sleep and you won't go too wrong following following those two uh plus eight portions of fruit and vegetables so there's a so the magic number is eight <laughs> magic number is eight with those things yeah i mean you can get away with a little less sleep and it's better to get more but yeah um never more than two hours in a row sitting if you can if you can do it um by having a standing desk by doing walking meetings Aim for less than six hours total a day um, would be really good. So again, by changing it with sitting, standing, changing your posture and just change your positions as much as possible. I spoke to a physio once um, and they were saying there's no, there's no perfect posture. If you hold a posture for too long, then you're going to create, you have immobility, you're going to create problems. Um, and actually, if you watch a military parade, sometimes they are holding a really, really good posture where they're perfectly still and some of them end up fainting <laughs> because <they're, laughs> their, their blood runs out of their head, their blood pressure drops. Um, uh, and so they might look great, might look amazing, but without <laughs> movement, they're actually going to, they're actually going to collapse. Um, so those few things I would say are really key. Um, just to emphasize that physical activity to build yourself a resilient body is really, really important for, for long-term as well. Um, and then, Holistic factors do play a big part in this. Uh, sleep and nutrition uh, do really contribute to the health of your, your body in terms of uh, inflammation, in terms of uh, recovery each day from uh, any stresses and strains we're putting it under. Um, and in fact, on the, on the notion of sleep as well, again, analyzing your kind of sleep position, uh, making sure the basics are, are right with a, a good mattress and a good pillow and those sorts of things. We might spend up to a third of our life in bed <laughs> so, so it might be very convenient yeah a good investment yeah exactly um so yeah they would be my main my main tips at the end well dan i would like to really thank you for your valuable insights and tips and knowledge thank you everyone for attending this interview and i hope you have benefited from dan's knowledge and insights this interview about well-being was brought to you by insa performance a world leading for over 20 years in developing and providing scientific-based well-being coaching and digital well-being services. You can find this interview and other interviews in the series at INSA Newsroom at insa.com newsroom.
I am your host and see you in our next interview. Thank you.